This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free no, shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Receive this all, set under the cross, and remember always that the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. God save the King! God save King Charles! Lord live King Charles! May the King live forever!
It's Saturday, 6 May in the year of our Lord, 2023. I understand that that probably is getting mixed reviews for a lot of this audience in the war room, but there is a method to our madness. A couple of things. Number one, uh, if you saw the coronation today, a deeply a Christian service, really uh, passing on the Protestant crown of the United Kingdom and the pledge to um, make sure that there's a Protestant king following the Protestant religion. And I understand that that is uh, something that we got to drill down. Or is more form, or is that just form? Or is there any substance there? Also, um, an incredible um, article in Politico this morning. If if we, I'm gonna bring in Ben Harnwell here for a second. I tell you what, let me bring Ben in on the service. Then I want to get to the article in Politico. Politico Europe had, quite frankly, an amazing piece for Politico that talked about the power behind the throne. And it's one of the most succinct and brilliant analysis of how the administrative state and the deep state um, report actually more to the crown than they do to parliament. Um, And this is important as we take on and fight the administrative state here, because you go back to the stopping Trump, remember, MI5 and MI6 were up to their neck in that in Project, um, was it Project uh, Operation Hurricane, Project Hurricane. Um, let's go to Ben Harnwell. Ben, first off, uh, you're uh, you're now uh, head of the International Bureau out of Rome, but you're an Englishman. Uh, walk us through the service we saw today, particularly it was essentially an Episcopalian or Anglican high mass uh, with the coronation is all essentially – it's not so much it's 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 the people saying he's legitimate king because I realize remember he's king from the moment the queen dies, so the ascension council and this are kind of pro forma because he is the king the moment she dies or the moment the 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 the, the, the previous uh, crown either king or queen queen dies. This is really in the lineage of. Uh, the Church of England and the in the in the Protestant and making sure that that there there is a Protestant that sits on the uh, the throne, sir. Do I over do I overstate well, that? Well, Steve, the um, this is the 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 fortieth time uh, a, a monarch has been crowned in Westminster Abbey, and before it was a Protestant liturgy, um, and it's definitely a liturgy um, as much as it's anything else. It, it's a liturgy. It's a it's a religious. It's a Christian religious service. Before it was an Anglican liturgy um, with, with a few changes, but not so great many changes. It was a Catholic liturgy. Uh, the important thing I would suggest here to remember is that the, the, the you're, you're mentioning absolutely correctly that, that Charles was king the moment his mother, the, the late queen, died. Um, and the point about the coronation, I would suggest in its historical context, isn't so much the literal coronation the, the putting of, of the crown the symbolic the, the, the symbolic power that is absolutely important it's the anointing that, that's behind it that, that takes place behind the screen um shielded from um, the, the television cameras because of its intimate and private nature um it, and that anointing can only be understood i would suggest within the judeo-christian context by going back to the old testament by going back to, to, to is it samuel uh, and um and First Chronicles, um, where, where Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anointed Solomon king. Those those are the words of the of of, of the of the anthem that that, that was um, being played during that anointment process. That is the point about this coronation. It's an anointing, um, and the anointment is an explicitly 
religious, explicitly Christian uh, motif. And it, it's a chrism, um, which, of course, priests are anointed with chrism um, in the Catholic tradition when they're, um, when they're ordained priests. Uh, we are all, uh, as Catholics and Christians and, and Protestants as well, I think, um, anointed uh, with, with, with chrism, um, either at baptism or confirmed confirmation, depending on, on, on the liturgy, on, on, the, um, on the denomination. Uh, but the, 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 the chrism, the anointment, um, and that, that's where the, that's the word uh, where, where it's all related. The Greek origin of the word there, um, it's where Christ comes from as well. It's, it's the same significance. All of this is, is held up um, and exalted in that ceremony. Um, so, you know, you're going to be talking a little later about the Christian nationalism aspect and the un- uniting of the of the Christian culture within the instruments of state. I don't think um, it's better exemplified than within the, the, the English um, coronation liturgy that, that we saw today. What, um, and by the way, we've got some other clips we're going to play that I think will um, people will be quite interested in. Um, I want to go back, we'll get more to the, the ceremony itself, but I want to go to this Politico story. And this is why for everybody, the more possible, we've got a lot to go through the day. Biden's interview, we're going to break it down. The attacks right now coming, Axios' big story about going after Moms for Liberty, tying Moms for Liberty to the John Birch Society to be a bircher. Of course, the uh, MAGA. One thing that happened last night on this Stephanie Rule exclusive interview, and you can see this where I put it up on on um, on Getter, and, and don't put it up yet on the screen. We'll get to this. I don't want too much to credit. But Biden essentially came out and said about the debt ceiling and everything, it is Biden and his regime versus the MAGA extremists. That would be you. As the creditors committee, it's game on now. They've identified, and they're, they're trying to come up with a uh, – with a short-term interim solution that we're not going to agree with, and we'll say why. But Politico has got an incredible story called The Power Behind the Throne. The Power Behind the Throne. And uh, in this, I, I actually lead in on Getter where I put it up, and I want, if Denver can put this up on the screen now, the British administrative state reports to the crown as it is from time immemorial, the true power in England. They make the case, uh, Ben, and you were kind of part of this, that you've got parliament, but you have the, the British, uh, British bureaucracy, and it's immovable. And there is many or more crown designees that are part of that permanent bureaucracy than the handful and very small handful from cabinet and, 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 and subsecretaries that really control it. And this is why Tony Blair and people have said from day one, you can't get the British bureaucracy to move and that they're actually more loyal to the crown and the permanent administrative state than they are to any what they call transitory political trends. Uh, your comments. Give me give me a minute on that before we go to break. Um, Steve, that's, it's a very it's this thing. I mean, if anyone who's watched Yes Minister or Yes Prime Minister, the old British sitcom from the 80s, will know the, the essence of this debate. Um, I actually take a slightly different view from the Politico article. In, in an ideal situation, I actually believe the monarchy is perhaps part of the solution over overcoming the stubbornness and immovability of the civil service, because the ministers that the civil servants are obliged to obey um, are ministers of the crown. They exercise their, their power, their responsibility, their authority, their, their legal authority as ministers of the crown in whom lie the crown, in whom lies the, the ultimate so- sovereign power. 
Um, and, you know, we spoke about this indirectly, if you remember, Steve, uh, when, when Boris Johnson resigned. Uh, we spoke explicitly about him yes. going to the, to, to the Queen, handing back the, um, the seals of office. So even the Prime <laughs> Minister himself... <laughs> Hang on for one second. I want to get to all this. Particularly because President Trump said the number one enemy the country faces is the deep state in America. All next in the boardroom. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. You will ever be queen. (laughs) No, I don't. No. Why do you think that? I'd like to be a queen of people's hearts, in people's hearts, but I don't see myself being queen of this country. I don't think many people would want me to be queen. Actually, when I say many people, I mean the establishment that I'm married into because they've decided that I'm a non-starter. Why do you think they've decided that? Because I do things differently, because I don't go by a rule book, because... I lead from the heart, not the head. And albeit that's got me into trouble in my work, I understand that. But someone's got to go out there and love people and show it. So, uh, Ben Harnwell, that is that famous interview that exploded over the uh, battlefield that is the royal family uh, many decades ago. Tell us about that. And and, uh, it's certainly, from an American's uh, viewpoint, you know, particularly I know a lot of people are not big on Charles. Is that his uh, his uh, his uh, wingman, his queen, did not quite live up to Diana? Give us your assessment of all this. <laughs> well, um, I think the country divides itself pretty evenly to two halves on this. There's one camp that will still be firmly very sentimental towards uh, uh, the princess, the former. I forget her, her correct former title, Diana. The Diana, Princess of Wales, um, and and the other half think that she was sort of manipulative, crazy, um, and I mean, emotionally unstable, and she was damaging fundamentally to the long term prospects of the monarchy. 
I would probably fall into that second camp. Um, I don't know if I could give you an impartial reading of of, of, of Diana, um, but she is the and she will remain the mother of the future king, uh, William, eventually, um, and I think will 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 be warranted by posterity in history some respect because of that fact, if only because of that fact. I want to get back to the administrative state because we're going to get into a lot of the politics here that have broken just over the last 24, 48 hours. You can see now the outlines of what this campaign is going to be about. Uh, and President Trump, let me reiterate, President Trump has uh, many times, even overnight, the administrative state, their legal aspect of it, they're trying to take him out through lawfare. He's identified even more than the CCP, and I would argue the CCP is infiltrated Uh, And you can see this in the situation of uh, Miles Guo in the Justice Department, uh, in Higginbotham and all of that, uh, the depth of corruption and involvement by the CCP in the administrative state here. Politico makes the argument that it's the crown, that the power behind the crown is the civil service bureaucracy, the administrative state. We know, and for all you guys who are James Bond fans and, you know, see all these movies, that is the administrative and deep state at work, right? That's what the British MI5, MI6, very close to the FBI, very close to the CIA. Uh, you know, you've got the, with the, the five eyes program, all of that. Um, the, and this article says that, Hey, they look at parliament and, and, and they've got great quotes from, from, from uh, uh, Tony Blair and Borsa, all of them saying that they couldn't make any changes. In fact, they just turfed out, I think one of the most prominent members of Sunak's cabinet for quote unquote bullying because uh, the administrative state basically reported that, oh, he screamed at us. He said bad things to us. We weren't doing what he said. We weren't going to do what he said. And he got angry and now he's gone. They're not gone. He's gone. Talk to me about the administrative state and the crown. And this is people go, well, these people have no power. It's just all performative. It's not performative. And I'm not saying they have, they don't have, obviously, their constitutional monarch. But the reality is, and anybody watched the, the series The Crown saw the, the, uh, the, the folks around them were hardwired into not just the British establishment, but to, to the British civil service administrative state and deep state, sir. I mean, Steve, yeah, it's true um, to a certain extent. But for me, the, the problem with, with the British deep state, the establishment, um, isn't so much the fact that, there are, that there, you have all these Humphreys um, walking in lockstep, frustrating the, the, the ability of, elected, of an elected government to fulfil its manifesto commitments. The problem is, is that, you know, since, since Margaret Thatcher, I don't think this country of either political party, we've had a prime minister with the stones to face down the civil service. Um, it was said of Margaret Thatcher that she couldn't meet um, she couldn't meet an institution without wanting to hit it with her handbag. Great, you know that. You know Donald Trump was a bit like that as well. Uh, you know he did his own thing. You know, some, you know, he often didn't. Uh, neither neither Thatcher nor nor Donald Trump often took advice. They did their own thing. But the point was that even when they were wrong, they were doing what they actually wanted to do, and not that sort of blamange like blob. That, that, that surrounds that surrounds um, elected office, insisting that its way is the best. No, Steve, the problem with, with the British establishment is that we need a prime minister who has a spine and is willing to face down the civil service and is willing to sack people if they if they frustrate um, an elected world. And I would say this not only 
we're with a pseudo conservative government like the one we have at the moment. But even the the, the Labour Party, you know, we, we, which will probably win the next election, Keir, Keir Starmer. Um, what we cannot have, I think, it's disgraceful. Um, it's a situation like you were mentioning with Don, Dominic Robb, um, the deputy prime minister, um, who was forced out because he he bullied civil servants. You know, that's just it's disgusting. It really is appalling. I mean, I'm not very fond of the guy himself. Um, from all accounts, he is a bully. But good, you know, he he's a bully elected by the people to fulfil um, an agenda uh, called a, a manifesto commitments. Um, nobody elected civil servants. If they don't like it. They should quit the civil service and either go and work for an NGO or, or, or one of the, the vast um, organisations within the apparatus of, of, of what they call civil society, which leeches off the public teat anyway in terms of funding and financing. Or, perish the thought, they could go out and get a, a private sector job and work sort of harder, longer hours, get some sort of grease on their hands. Um, like uh, like ordinary regular people, and then they'd be very welcome to their political opinions. But I think it's ob- ob- objectionable that people without any electoral mandate can frustrate the will of a government, even when the government is wrong. If you, uh, I want to tie this back to domestic politics and still the power of the the British establishment. If 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 you've travelled around the world on business, or if you lived in other countries on business, the uh, the United States. You know, we're a colony of the British Empire. We're still a little provincial. D.C. is not like the, the big center of international thought, even New York. New York has tons of, of uh, hedge fund guys, and it's the, it's the global capital, particularly of finance. But London is much more of the global city because you still have everybody from the empire and everybody from Western Europe's there. That's why Ron DeSantis... And Ron DeSantis today, they're now they're they're leaking that he was going to do an exploratory committee. Now they're saying he's going to full bore, and by June, he's going to be all in. That's that's breaking, I think, on Access and a couple of sites today. That what they leaked over the last couple of days uh, of this um, of the um, exploratory committee's out. He's going to full bore. I can't emphasize enough the lack of momentum among the business community now. Uh, about his flop in um, his flop in the UK, this meeting he went over there and had where he met the the heads of uh, of of the what's called the City of London, which is their Wall Street, and British industry and the consulting class, the McKinseys, the Booz Allens, all the heads, the proper heads, fifty to hundred people, where he absolutely flopped, and that's had a chilling effect on certain of his donors. Other donors are just so hard in, and what they've seen on Trump, and particularly Trump's. Um, Trump's momentum in this deb- in in this primary that they're more than ever in back of DeSantis, and quite frankly, I think he's got his head is now he's going to go do it. Um, and this is this is it shows you that this is going to be a huge throwdown. This primary is essentially over, but DeSantis, the money in back of DeSantis, there's still a Never Trump movement, and one of the reasons there's a massive Never Trump movement is Donald J. Trump, like Thatcher took on, when you say the establishment, he took on the administrative state. And he's designated, he said now, and if you look at his even truths over the last overnight about Bill Barr and this, he has laid down that they are the biggest enemy of the people, even more so than the Chinese Communist Party, and that he is going to take it on and dismantle it. For all 
the audience who are fervent believers in President Trump in, in part of the Trump movement, you have to understand it's game on now. This is this is one side's going to win this and one side's going to lose this. And when I say win or lose, I just don't mean at the ballot box, because as I told President Trump, when you win your third, your third, the third time and take your second term, every day against this administrative state is going to be Stalingrad. They're 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 going to dig in like nothing else. So anybody out there in the audience that just thinks, you know, he can get by the primary. The next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years are going to be a struggle. I'd love to give you a message of we got the sunlit uplands right here, and all we got to do is win Iowa and New Hampshire, and that's all going to be great. Then he's going to go win, uh, you know, win 276 electoral votes in, uh, in November of 2024, and that's going to be fine now. And one of the ways you can tell that is Joe Biden throwing down last night. Joe Biden didn't identify Trump as the problem, didn't identify the Republican Party as the problem, didn't identify. He identified the MAGA Republicans, the MAGA extremists. That would be you. They are there to thwart President Trump. But in thwarting President Trump, they understand what President Trump is represents now. And that is a mass movement of populist nationalism who has the administrative state in their gun sights. So it is game on. I'm going to hold uh, Ben uh, quickly through the break. I want to update on Ukraine. we got a lot to go through today. I'm going to get to it. We're going to play a bunch of clips. I'm going to talk about this interview last night. Also, they put the Moms for Liberty. They understand the parental rights movement. They're, they're tripling down on the grooming. They're tripling down on the radical sexual ideology in the schools. They're going to back the radical activist librarians and the activist teacher. Game on. 2024 coming into full high relief here this morning in the war room. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered-down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Is he fit to be president of the United States? Is Donald Trump fit to be president? Uh, This is the way I'll answer that, Geraldo. (laughs) Which is, if you believe in his policies, he's the last... 
what, what he's advertising as his policies, he's the last person who could actually execute them and achieve them. <laughs> he does not have the discipline. He does not have the ability for strategic thinking and linear thinking or setting priorities uh, or how to get things done in the system. It is a horror show when he's, when, you know, when he's left to his own devices. And, and so you may want his policies, but Trump will not deliver Trump policies. He will deliver chaos and, if anything, lead to a backlash that will set his policies much further back than they otherwise would be. As a mother from Arizona, we've sent $170 billion to Ukraine. While we have a wide open border and we have drug cartels running our state, we can't afford to do that anymore. We need to invest in America. And I believe that the first way out of this war to bring the peacemakers in, and I understand that Prime Minister Orban has offered up this beautiful city for peace talks. The only way to stop that war is to turn off the money to it. And I believe that in America, we need to turn off the money to this war and bring together Zelensky and Putin, sit them down here in this beautiful um, country, in this beautiful city, and sit them at a table and say, come to peace. We need peace in this world. The mothers demand peace for our children. I thank you so much, Hungary, for inviting me. Carrie Lake. Oh, my Lord. She goes over to Europe, and they're blowing heads up. She's in uh, London right now, and uh, she's going to be on Nigel's show and Piers Morgan. Uh, we're going to get more of that, maybe even get, try to get Carrie on here. Um, ben Harnwell, I want to go, ba- go back to the politics of all this, and I want to ask you about Ukraine. But I'd like your thoughts about the, this war against the administrative state, because one of the reasons that the UK punches way above their weight. People have to understand this around the world, way above their weight, way above their weight. It's a quite powerful nation. Don't look at its GDP. Don't look. It's quite powerful, just institutionally, culturally, where it's where it's dialed in throughout the the world, what they've done for centuries, and uh, their their bureaucracy and civil servants is even as bad or not worse as ours is being dug in and also being radicalized. Uh, and you couldn't, you know, you, you've, you've not really had a prime minister except for Thatcher. And she went after him hard. And eventually they got her. Eventually they got her. It wasn't John Majors. It wasn't the, the it was the pencil necks in the, in the Tory party because they didn't want to take it anymore. Right. And most of them sided with the administrative state. They finally eventually got her after a decade or so. Give us your thoughts, uh, Ben. Well, Steve, you're absolutely right. I mean, the UK, which is a very powerful nation, um, is somewhat mis- mismanaged by its its civil service. The parallel, w- w- which I which I um, which I see you um, drawing as we've been talking about this over, over the last half hour between United States and and the UK, is I think actually the the, the US, specifically Donald Trump. Um, seems to be slightly a- ahead of the game now with re- respect to the British Conservative Party. And specifically, I'm talking about the probably the, the, the only announcement that he's made since the, the 2016 cycle that really has been engaged and committed to uh, a second uh, mandate, a second administration or, or third presidential uh, election victory, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, and that's his um, uh, thinking out loud that he might revisit Schedule F, which was an executive order um, he brought in um, 
I think towards the close of his, of his first administration, rescinded by uh, Joe Biden. And this Schedule F would technically give the president the right to dismiss up to um, well, up to technically up to, up, up to two million, I think, federal employees. But more realistically, I think the figure is, is conventionally held to be around fifty thousand um, civil servants. Now, of course. It's not even remotely necessary to sack 50,000 civil servants who are blocking the agenda of, of, of an elected government. It's, but it's, it, it's only to, to start sacking a few and let the rest realise that they're in exactly the same vulnerable position. Because if it's one thing, I mean, if you, if you divide people into, into two categories, one is the entrepreneurial category and the other is the civil service category. Entrepreneurs are excited by challenges, by the opportunity to make fortunes. Civil servants are not. They're, they're, they're excited by the ability of having a job for life fundamentally. They, they loathe instability and, and they embrace um, sort of 40 years in the same desk job. That's what gets these people ticking. And the idea of losing that privilege um, will terrify them. So this, I think, what, this, this idea of bringing back Schedule F, something that we don't have really in, in the UK that I mentioned, we should have it. Um, a few moments or so ago, could actually make a heck of a difference to to the second Trump ad- administration. Oh no, because that, that, it will make that's that's what the fight. Yeah, this is what the fight's about right now. This is why we're training. I should say curating the four thousand that hit the beach right away. The four thousand political appointees that do not have to be confirmed by the Senate. That's the key. Cash Patel and these guys with, with Schedule F, a hundred percent, they're going to be blown out. You know. I, I believe more than fifty thousand. That's what Trump's going to war with the administration, they, and they know that. This is this gets back to what happened at J six the other day. This goes back to Jack Smith and Merrick Garland. This goes back to the deal they had an immunity deal last night with these. I don't know these um, uh, the the Trump electors right down in Georgia. The administrative state and the, and the deep their deep state elements are are after Trump. Trump Trump calls them right out. Says you're the you're the no person in American history and any authority has ever said that the administrative state and the deep state is the enemy of the people and I'm going to take it apart. I mean, I highlighted that at that CPAC speech and they, and they, they, went, they, they, they went absolutely bananas that some advisor to the president in the White House would say that. And clearly we did not get enough done in the first term that he's going to get done in the second term. And this is why when you look at, what is it, uh, is it Project Hurricane or Operation Hurricane? Um, the uh, you, you see you see which, a Crossfire Hurricane, which was MI6, MI5 working with the CIA and the FBI to essentially stop Trump. That's in sixteen. They're much more detailed and much more focused on it today. But Trump's coming for him in a big way. In that part of the British establishment, and the reports to the Crown. I remember Charles is this radical. You know, he's a, he's a climate change guy because he's not the sharp, he's not the brightest bulb you're going to, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the light fixture. Um, I want to go, I want to get your thoughts on, on Ukraine because Carrie Lake, for a person of that political stature, who's essentially the real governor of, of, uh, of Arizona, and I know is, it will be on the short list of potential vice presidential candidates for President Trump. And she could go and win a Senate seat in, in, in uh, Arizona right now. 
uh, to for her to go to Hungary at Budapest and give a speech where she ends the speech with, you have to defund the Ukraine war. That's how we get people to the peace table is shocking. And they're in meltdown over there. They're in absolute meltdown over there. Give us your thoughts on, on that and where we stand, because I think the, 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 the Russian military hit Kiev today with phosphorus bombs. I mean, they're getting ready. The spring offensive already, there's a big story on BBC of Maripol at the steelworks of the last Ukrainians that held out. It's pretty, pretty awful, pretty bloody. You got Bakhmut with the mercenaries. The Wagner group is sitting there going, uh, we can't take the city. We can't cut off the, the, the road of life, they call it. Uh, the Russian military is going to come in here. And, he, of course, he's blaming the, the Russian big army. It's nasty, and it's going to get a lot nastier in the Ukraine. Until somebody cuts the money off and forces them to the negotiating table, uh, m- many more Ukrainians are going to die in this. That's just uh, – many more Ukrainian cities are going to be leveled in this. Uh, ben Harnwell. Well, I think what Carrie Lake did in Hungary was – you know, we can only be applauded – it's what we've been saying here on the war since the beginning of the war, that this war is, is going to end fundamentally when the United States says it's not going to uh, financially support the Ukrainian effort any longer. And, and until that happens, uh, until Joe Biden calls it a day with fighting for Ukraine's liberty down to the last Ukrainian, um, Carrie Lake is absolutely right. And uh, she's right here. You know, fundamentally, I mean, it's, it's in the in best interests of the, the U.S. taxpayer. Um, but beyond that, on the, huma- on the humanitarian issue, it's in the best interest of the ordinary Ukrainian who has very little voice in this as well. But if you think about it, Steve, if, if you were an ordinary Ukrainian um, and, you know, and you weren't one of the, the millions that fled for the border at the very outset of the war, they say not fleeing Putin, but fleeing um, the, the, the caller that was taking place um, in Ukraine, you would be hoping that that, that, that external pressure would come around and gently encourage your government um, to sit down and negotiate peace with the international community in the hope, not unreasonable hope, that the international community at those negotiations will will put a lot of pressure on Russia to obtain the best deal for Ukraine. What you're not going to want to see is is, is Biden do a quick press release and do a bit of virtue signaling um, and come, you know, and, and you're left seeing that if you're fighting age, uh, your, your, your family, your, your male members of your family, the male members of, of your friends, and, and fundamentally, ultimately, you yourself will be called up to go through the meat grinder. Nobody in Ukraine wants this. They want a good deal for Ukraine, obviously. Um, but, you know, but, but I think Carrie Lake, uh, what, what she did there is, is in the best interest of, of the American taxpayer. And I repeat, the best interests of, of the, the Ukrainian working guy. And, and that is absolutely important to remember that. Ben, how do people, uh, how do people get to you? How do they get to you for your content? Thanks, Steve. I'm on Getter. It's uh, my, my profile is my surname, Harnwell, there at Harnwell. And I'm also pushing out content that you're only going to find in the, the, the War Room newsletter uh, and subscribe for that at warroom.org. That, that, that's material that you won't find on my feed. You do need to subscribe to the newsletter for that. If the audience still, the, the live audience, if you do us a favor, download the podcast and leave a review. We know you're in the chat room. We're monitoring the chat room all the time, but we want you to leave an actual formal review on the podcast and share the podcast with, with people. The podcast is different than the live show, uh, but just download the podcast. 
do, do a review on that. We need to see it. And also, go to the website now. We have Joe Allen and Ben and Natalie, others, giving exclusive content. And there's going to be a lot of things we're going to be breaking here, particularly as we're revving up the investigative uh, side of this. And Natalie is uh, even more in, uh, in, in, in dialed into what's happening in the imperial capital here about all that. Ben, uh, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, brother. Thank you for taking time away and explaining the uh, ceremony of the coronation of King Charles III today. Thank you so much, Stephen. If I may close with God save the king. Thank you, sir. How, how long is the Bill Barr uh, thing? Is this... Maybe I'll open with Bill Barr. Here's where I'm going to open with Bill Barr. I'll tell you, I'll take this... Um, Go ahead and play Bill Barr as we go out, and then I'm going to come back after a short commercial. Let's play Bill. I want you to hear Bill Barr again. Okay, that would be playing a clip, not the out music. Anyway, stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. We blew it. Take a, take a deep breath. Everybody's good. Let me just take the – let's go to commercial break, and I want to play Barr coming back out. Um, and the reason I want to play Barr again, I want to get you not more fired up. I, I want you to understand what the play is here. They're, they're, the last redoubt of these folks is Trumpism without Trump. That's all a lie. Oh, it's his policies. Yeah, his policies. Yeah, but we're going to give you the policies, but you can't have Trump. Trump. Trump can't really execute. He's gone as far as he can go. You need, you need, uh, you need others. You need uh, Chris Christie, or you need Vivek, or you need uh, Asa. We'll talk about that next in the war room. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships. Because of ViroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. And ViroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. 
covidtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than covidtaxrelief.org. Visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. This new one looks pretty good. Really? Did you know Ron DeSantis backed deep cuts to Social Security and Medicare? Ron DeSantis? Yeah, he voted to cut Social Security or Medicare not once, not twice, but three times. DeSantis even tried to raise the retirement age to 70. I thought DeSantis was one of the good ones, but he's just another career politician. America needs Trump. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Is he fit to be president of the United States? Is Donald Trump fit to be president? Uh, This is the way I'll answer that, Geraldo, which is if you believe in his policies, he's the what what he's advertising is his policies. He's the last person who could actually execute them and achieve them. (laughs) He does not have the discipline. He does not have the ability for strategic thinking and linear thinking or setting priorities uh, or how to get things done in the system. It is a horror show. When he's when you know when he's left to his own devices, and and so you may want his policies, but Trump will not deliver Trump policies. He will deliver chaos, and if anything, lead to a backlash that will set his policies much further back than they otherwise would be. The last thing this country needs, after all we've been through, is a manufactured crisis, and that's what this is—a manufactured crisis. And that's what it is from beginning to end. It's a manufactured crisis driven by the MAGA Republicans in the Congress. Look, instead, we should be debating a vision of our country's future, their vision versus our vision. Totally legitimate. Totally legitimate. And so legitimate, the American people said we like their vision better than ours. But debate the vision and whether or not we're going to take our country backward and certainly not whether or not we're going to default on our debt. And I remind you, and under the previous president, Republicans voted three times to increase the debt limit. Three times. No one's ever not voted to increase the debt limit. Okay. Um, you are front and center, the audience. I told you this would happen. I promised you this would happen. And now it's happening. The debate is that guy right there is the illegitimate head of the regime currently occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who understands they stole this. Okay. They got that. They're not, they're not stupid. Um, and it's you, it's him versus two visions. He says, why don't we talk about vision? We talk about the vision, but you can't take away the main thing that keeps this entire 
apparatus going forward. Now it's time for the adults. And um, the Wall Street Journal has a huge piece up right now that Biden's got a tough month in front of him because of the invasion on the southern border and the debt crisis. Both of those are are make his month tough because of you. That's all the reporting of Michael Yon and Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez and you know Todd Benzman in months and months and now years of covering that so that you would be informed and be prepared and, and make sure that you know everybody in the Republican Party now knows this, this invasion of what they've done to our country, coupled with what they've done to the debt ceiling. They're going to try to talk about everything except what's important. And here's what's important. We can't let Leviathan, the administrative state, and these radical Democrats in the combination with the oligarchs in Silicon Valley and these uh, these uh, uh, lords of Wall Street to take our country and to destroy our country, destroy the sovereignty of our country, destroy American citizens. We can't. And we've got leverage, and they know we have leverage, and that's why they hate you, okay? And they do hate you. We have leverage, and we're going to use that leverage. Right now, they're worming. I'm telling you, it's 24-7 right now. What they're doing is they're trying to get an extension. They're trying to get just a tiny, just give me a tiny, a tiny, 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 tiny bump to the debt ceiling. Get us past June. Because, you know, the, the cash ain't there from the taxes because our economy. The answer is no. In fact, let me give – that's the short answer. The long answer, uh, the long answer, which I can't use on a family show, but I'll give you a close to this, hell no. We're not budging an inch. You're not, getting one, you're not getting one piece of oxygen here. Not one piece of oxygen. And he says in the Stephanie Rule thing, you know, Kevin McCarthy's a good man. Kevin McCarthy's an honest man, but he's captured by these 15 radicals and the ultra-maga extremists. If you think that's the worst thing you're going to be called over the next couple of months, uh, you got another thing coming. This is why they're trying to take Trump out, because they understand that in back of Trump now is a true movement. And this is what Bill Barr and Vivek and all these guys, you're going to keep hearing it over and over again, National Review saying, yeah, yeah, you know, the policies, Trump's policies, Trump's got some good policies. Yeah, yeah, those policies, they got some, some, you know, some of those policies are really good. But Trump's not the guy to execute. He's going as far as he can. Trump can't execute. That's, that's the problem. We, we, we want those policies. And all we want you to do is have, you know, be smart. Let's, let's get a younger guy. Let's get somebody who's more organized. Somebody's, to hell with you. Right now, there is no Trump's policies without Trump. You, you, when he walked into that courtroom, I say he looked like a Viking chieftain. That's what you need right now. You need a savage. Okay? We need a savage. Because we're not playing beanbag with these people. You've seen what they're prepared to do from sending the FBI to roll up the folks saying rosaries. To send in a letter to the to the folks in Arizona, if you do if you do a canvas, we're going to put you in jail. They use any part of the administrative state to crush you financially, to destroy your family, to put you in prison, to do all of it, so they can destroy the sovereignty of the greatest republic in the history of mankind. Remember, you're now at the table. Did we get a hundred seats? No. Did we get fifty seats? No. We got what we got. And now it's time for you to dig in because we're going about to see 
on a test of wills, who's tougher? Is Are we tougher or are they tougher? And I hear a lot of, oh, we got to go do this. We ought to be doing this. We ought to do it. I got all that. I hear it. Okay, this is what's important for this moment. Don't give me, I'm going to go take this, and now we're going to go do this, and we got to do this, we got to do that. Get focused, because we're in it now, and they're coming, and they're going to come hard. Very, very, very hard, because they understand you're the only thing that stands in their way of complete and total control of the nation. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com.
WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.